This podcast is part of the Deluxe Edition Network. To find other great shows on the network, head over to deluxeeditionnetwork.com. That's deluxeeditionnetwork.com. Hey, everybody, this is Chase from Barrel Age Flicks. Go ahead and check out our Patreon for raw, uncut footage and early access to all of our episodes. The link is in the description, and it's only $5 a month. Thanks for listening. Hey, guys, this is Ron. Just wanted y'all to let you know that this episode, Kiss Kiss Bang Bang, was recorded in a two-week period. We had a failure on our soundboard where the second half was completely fucked up to the point where we had to redo it. So... I kind of Frankenstein and edited this thing up a little bit, but I think it works out, but there might be a little repeat here and there. And if there is, I apologize, but overall, it's a very good episode and I hope you guys enjoy it. It's hard to believe it was just last Christmas that me and Harmony changed the world and we didn't mean to, and it didn't last long, you know, thing like that can't. Now that I'm in L.A., I go to parties, you know, the kind where if a girl is named Jill, she spells it J-Y-L-L-E, that bullshit. That's me there. My name's Harry Lockhart. I'll be your narrator. Welcome to L.A. Welcome to the party. You must be... Anyway. Gay, Perry? Oh. Yeah. <laughs> right. Dabney calls you that. I mean, I guess you guys are old buddies. Or... It's five years now. Wow, five years. Still gay? Me? No. I'm knee-deep pussy. I just like the name so much, I can't get rid of it. Hey, do you know that blonde gal who just left? You know what I'm talking about? She- oh, the one with the guy that beat the shit out of you? No. Bye, have a better night. Question. Now, this will sound crazy, but I don't remember precisely what occurred between the hours of 2 and 5. Tonight's kind of a blur. Really? Where's Marlea? Marlea? Marlea, the girl you, uh... Oh, no, Marlea fell, fell asleep at my place, mm-hmm. and I didn't see you leave, so I'm just... Gonna I left you. when you still had your tongue down her throat, Harry. You did? Yeah. Oh, mm-hmm. God, no, wrong throat, wrong one, that's bad. Yeah, that's bad. You got ten seconds, Harry. Uh, oh, boy, pressure, pressure, pressure. Okay, I came here because I just... I think you're so intelligent and attractive. Okay, that's plenty. Nope. Stop. Will you fucking hurry? Period. Yeah? I peed on it. What? What, you peed on what? I peed on the corpse. Can they do, like, ID from that? I'm sorry, you you peed on, on the corpse, and my question is... No, my question, I get to go first. Why in perfect hell would you pee on a corpse? I didn't intend to. It's not like I did it for kicks. No, I didn't do anything. What the hell are you doing? Honey, I didn't do anything. Here, are you grabbing my teeth? No, there was a spider. There was a big spider. Oh, please. I swear to God. Never. Look, I'm going to find it. I'll find the, the thing. Where are you, fuzzy little bitch? Harry, whatever, it's okay. I believe you, Harry. Clearly, you don't. Think, dummy, a 911 call from your hotel room, all of a sudden there's a corpse outside? Bad idea. Speaking of bad ideas, what's the shit about you taking on your own case? I didn't... Of all the dipshit things to do. Killed herself, by the way. Huh? Killed herself. There, I solved your case for you. Get out of my life! I'm at the airport, right, and I run into Flick, and she's just... Doc! Did I just cut off off your finger? Yeah. It's on the floor to my periphery. I don't want to see it. Pick it up. Put it on ice. Uh, Pick it up, pick it up. Pick it up. Pick it up. Thanks. I'm scared here, Perry. Really, why don't you give the kid a break? Do unto others and all that. It's Christmas, you know. Who else knows? Who did you tell? I don't know anything. I'm not even from here, you fuck up. Please stay for the end credits. If you're wondering who the best boy is, it's someone's nephew. Don't forget to validate your parking. And uh, for all of you good people in the Midwest, sorry we said fuck so much. Hey guys, welcome to Barrel Age Flicks. This is Half-Ass Lenny. Hashtag trash bag. Also, we have... Hey, this is Ron. 
aka Captain Cumbier. He's a hero, brings orgasms down to zero. Plus, this is Stu, and I'm a pretty fucking princess. We also have... Hey, there's a ragdoll. Vagina and Tata! And finally... Fuck you, Chase! Yeah, fuck me. All right, hey, everybody. And Lenny. I'm not fucking here, folks. She had really nice fucking nipples. What is up, everybody? <laughs> Welcome to BAF. Yeah, I love them. Yeah, oh, those I'm, a, nice. I'm a private nipple little, little kids, in, in, nice nipples. investigator. Yeah. <laughs> Very nice. So we are going to be doing the movie Kiss Kiss Bang Bang, which Stu picked. And uh, this movie was released on October 21st, 2005, in October of all uh, months. But uh, this is a great movie. But uh, we're going to go ahead and do something different. We're going to go ahead and do the drink first because we just poured our glasses of Stu. Let's go ahead and hand it off to you. What are we drinking? We are drinking a champagne. <laughs> Champagne. I'm fancy. <laughs> um, All you civilized folk out there. Champagne. Yes. Um, this is a Marie de Moy Grand Cru. Uh, the reason I picked it is honestly, we haven't done a fucking champagne. No. All right. We've done wine. We've done liquor. We've done yeah. beer. We've done vodka. Shit. We've done everything. Exactly. Except and, champagne. And they drink champagne multiple times throughout this film. And rather than doing like a whiskey or a bourbon or a scotch for the oh, there, it smells better for the defect uh, detective noir oh, I feel. Smelled it yet? Um, yeah. Uh, so I decided to do something fucking different, and this is about fifty bucks a bottle. Uh, it was fifty dollars. Yes. Yeah. I'm the, gonna do it. I'm gonna do something right. I'll, like, oh, true, it true. Chance. It was rated number six out of the top twenty wines of 2022. Um. And it, the description on it is a striking wine that screams minerality and power that opens to smooth, toasty, and rich flavors. The zesty initial energy. Fucking zesty. Have we had a drink that's ever fucking described as zesty? No. Sprite? Fucking. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, on the show. I don't, think, I, I, I don't recall that at all. Yeah. Um, it opens to smooth, toasty, and rich flavors. Uh, the zesty initial energy melds into peach and apple fruit notes with nice structure. Hmm. So, like, fuck it, I don't know shit about champagne, but the one, one thing I'm curious about, but I guess it doesn't say it on there, is if, is it like aged or I mean, I guess I don't fucking know. It's twelve um, percent ABV. Um, it's dry style. Usually, uh, a, medium a body. champagne will ferment for between three. Three months to about a year and a half to two years. But I'm sure there's champagnes out there that are like probably like 30 or 40 years old, like really expensive Very champagnes. Very specific ones can be aged for 12 to 30 years, but Those the, are normally in the, bottle, yeah, the vast majority of champagnes and wines just straight turn to vinegar. Also, another thing is, plus it can go flat actually at a certain amount of time, couldn't it? Because it, at it one can, point... if poorly sealed. Yeah. That's, um, but, but there's a whole big thing about champagnes in my experience generally you're not going to have a great champagne unless you're spending 90 to 300 yeah um well, fuck you <laughs> hey i haven't tried this yet i'm you said it had a pretty good score on on its rating yeah, uh, 94 I, it, on, it has uh, the right smell to it yeah. as a light champagne not an extra dry are you dry. fucking smelling the right goddamn thing for smells, a champagne this like is shit, about right I'm not it, a big it, fan. They, they I should have a little bit more of a musk to them. Huh. I, uh, it smells never, like a I've it never smells like a dry wine that fucking has musk. It, it's it's a, <laughs> a, like an earth an earthy tone. It's like an earthy scent to it. Um, 
So I, I'm Bubbles. I'm curious. I'm, All right. I'm, All right. Enough I'm, talking. Let's check it out. Yeah. yeah. Cheers, everybody. Skull. Skull. Uh, no toast for you, Ron. Yep, that's not good at all. <laughs> I would have to agree. I actually will disagree. Really? It's flat. It's not flat. Mine's definitely not flat. I got it plenty of a, bo- bubble in mine. You no, put your gay ass strawberry in it. Fuck <laughs> you. The strawberry fucking makes it no, I, better, bitch. I have to say, I, I do actually enjoy this. It's yeah. got a, a very rich palate. There's, I can't yeah. say there's like too right. much going on, but there's a lot to it. All right. See, I've had champagne many times, mainly uh, the only time that I've ever had champagne is New Year's. I mean, that's, that's kind of like the staple of New Year's to have champagne. Never been a fan of it. Um, it just tastes like a, a bubbly, uh, dry wine, like a, um, a white wine. That's what it tastes like to me and almost. That's, that's and I'm not a wine person. Very simplified. That's pretty yeah, much that's what it's what supposed champagne to be. Is. Yeah. I, I know it's, it's bubbly wine. Exactly. Yeah. But I mean, it's just. It's this. Mm, uh, you all right if I go first? Yeah, I'll, I'll go ahead and give it a a one for you know the effort. The it, it's it's something great for the movie. Um, uh, for people that love champagne, I'm sure they'll love it. But I'm not a champagne person or a wine person. It, it's not bad, but it's not good either. It's not something I would like. I said this is probably one of those staples. Like it's like once a year thing, or maybe Christmas, or you know holidays and stuff like that. I don't think people go out and just buy champagne to drink every night, like wine. So if you have fuck you money. Yeah, 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 exactly. So eh, a one. So okay. Ragnar, how about you go next? I give it a one for, um, for what it is for the movie. <sighs> Other than that, I'm, yeah, I'm not really a fan of it. <laughs> Sorry, it well, just sounds like drink. there's a squirrel in the mic going. <laughs> <laughs> oh, not your, not your go-to. I don't see you going out and buying a bottle of this shit. No. I, Damn it, I, man. Don't, I don't buy champagne. Yeah, yeah, uh, me either. Um, but you know what? I'm glad we actually done champagne on the show. Like, it's like being the first time yeah. this would be. So I'm sure down the road there'll be champagne for another show. Maybe, maybe. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, or maybe this may be the only time that BAF ever does champagne. If we do, if we do 007, I feel like oh, that's a martini. That's a martini. That's a martini. That's, okay. Yeah. yeah. All right. No, nah, you're right. Martini would be more apt. Straight. All right. So Ragnar, you give it a one. Yep. All right, Stu. How about you? I'm gonna give it a one and a half. Okay, I am. Um, I actually am enjoying the flavor profile. It's subtle, but there are a lot of notes in there. I and can't I, say this is a very subtle profile. It, this is pretty strong. Maybe for a champagne, like I'm not a huge champagne drinker. Mm-hmm. I'm not. Yeah, but you've had champagne many times at like you know, yeah, yeah, New Year's events and, and stuff like that. that. Uh, but and as far as I can remember. This might be the best champagne I've had personally. Is there like a red champagne at all, or is it always is it always rosés and things like that? Okay, I was just curious. Well, I mean, you have rosé wine, not a rosé, not red like red wine. Pink champagnes. Yeah, yeah, they're They're pink. Yeah. All right, so you give it a one and a half. Yeah, I'll give it a one and a half. Okay. Chase, I have to give this a one and a half. Honestly, uh, by the flavor profile that I'm familiar with, because I I've had champagne quite often, uh, quite a bit. Um, well, aren't you fucking sophisticated? Not, not, not anymore, <laughs> fancy bitch. Not not anymore. <laughs> Trust me, I, I I no longer live the life that allows me. Um, but uh, I I would you have to say <laughs> exactly. There we go. He's catching on. I, I would have expected this to be probably an eighty five to one hundred and ten dollar bottle by taste. Very nice, um, really. So. I'm very impressed with it. It does have, personally, I think it's a very rich uh, flavor profile. It it does have a lot of zest to it. I think it's mainly brought out by the carbonization, carbonation, 
Carbonization. Carbonization. That's, that's, that's carbonite. Car, that's what the fuck? Carbonization is car stuff. <laughs> that's part of my carbonite. Um, <laughs> I don't think you can drink that. No, no, you really don't want to. <laughs> um, but give me one second. It has a first little bit of a sour note to the to the start of it and finishes off pr- quite sweet. Mm-hmm. I'm thankful this is not an extra dry. I could never stand the extra dries. It's just too tart and kind of abrasive on the palate. What were the I'm fruits a, that were in it? Peach? Uh, supposedly peach and apple notes. Peach and apple. I, oh, I, I can see, I don't know definitely I can get the peach. You I guys know that at all? pick up on the apple, too. The I really can't feel the, the, the peach apple. hits first. The yeah. apple hits on the back end. Um, <clears throat> kind of on the tip of the tongue. Jesus Christ, you guys are classy. Damn right. <laughs> um, but yeah, I'm going to have to we give this a, a, a one and a half. I, I actually really do enjoy this. You said this is how much? About just under $50. Okay. I would probably spend that money for a special occasion. I'm not a huge fan of champagnes, but if I wanted to celebrate with a champagne, this is probably going to be my go-to because I think you're getting the most bang for the buck at a $50 price point. Yeah. I'm very impressed with it. Well, two one and a halfs and two ones, but you know what, Stu? It was a great drink that you brought for the movie, so it's something new that we've never tried. That was my biggest draw. Is I know we got a lot of whiskeys and bourbons yeah. recently and coming up. I mean, uh, really, we've done sorry. whiskey, bourbon, beer, yeah. uh, sorry, ales, IPA, Gin, moonshine, vodka. cognac, yeah. fucking everything. I think this just, just rounds it out. IPAs. We haven't done we haven't done a so um a uh sake. Okay. Oh, you right. We haven't done a sake. I'm mean, surprised sake. about. It. I've had sake. Sake's yeah. good. Sake's actually really good. Some of good. them Very are good. good. Some yeah. of right. them are. So yes. that's what we got to <laughs> start thinking about for another Asian. Just pick a Jackie Chan film. movie or something like that. I don't know. Drunken Master. This is Shane Black's directorial debut. Um, and uh, he other movies that he's directed. He's only done three movies other than this. He did The Predator. He did The Nice Guys, which is a great fucking movie. Great. great yeah. Great. And he also did Iron Man 3. And he's also done like a TV show episode or something like that that I saw. Um, but he has written a lot of good movies. He wrote Lethal Weapon, the original. He wrote The Long Kiss Goodnight, Last Action Hero, The Last Boy Scout, and The Monster Squad. Mm-hmm. He was also the uh, the guy in Predator that did the pussy joke. Yep. Uh, and fucking... He's he's got he's got a talented uh, you know mind when it comes to writing movies, but also with his directorial debuts, I think uh, directorial movies, he's done a really good job. Okay, uh, this, what was that? Mm-hmm. So this would technically put him in the Hall of Fame. Oh yeah, yeah. What is okay? Predator. Uh, the Predator. La- la- last Boy Scout. Yeah, yeah. No, you're right. Yeah. So he would be a Hall of Famer, and actually, he was already a Hall of Famer technically because uh, he was in Predator. And when we did the the Predator movies, we we did talk, the pre- we did we talk did about the Predator, talk about the Predator. Yep. So and then the Last Boy Scout. So yeah, yeah. He he's a, a Hall of Famer. Come to the Hall of Fame. I'll add him to the list. I actually have it all written and yep. typed up. The list. I was of just stuff about that we to have. ask. Do we have like an actual? I, list I somewhere? actually have a list written up. I got That's it all cool. on there because I've been listening to the episodes and actually starting to um, notate them all down. That's nice. This movie made four million and change. And Bob. 16 million worldwide with a budget of only 15 million. Yeah, so Bob. it really wasn't a hit, but it was a hit on uh, when it came out on video. Uh, that's when it actually got big. The cast in this movie is Robert Downey Jr., Val Kilmer, Michelle Monaghan, Corbin Burson, Larry Miller, Dash Mihak, Rockman Dunbar. And uh, other movies to come around the same time. We got a lot of good movies here. We have Saw 2, 
Mm-hmm. We have the Legend of Zorro. We have Doom yeah. with The Rock. We have the Weatherman with Nicolas Cage. We have the Fog, the reboot, which fucking was dog shit. Uh, the great fucking comedy, Waiting. You remember that movie? Yeah. Great fucking movie. That's a good one. Uh, the Squid and the Whale and Wallace and Gromit, Curse of the Were Rabbit. So that was uh, hey, fuck that. That oh, was a good the, movie. Uh, that was a good movie. One. I've never seen that one. Yeah. I've seen uh, the Wallace movie. and Gromit movie. But I've never seen uh, Chicken the Run and, and stuff like that. The only one that isn't ringing a bell to me. Uh, it's got that. Jeff Daniels in it. I know that. Okay. It's uh, uh, some like artsy movie that came out. But uh, um, let's go ahead and take our break, and we will be right back, guys. This is Take on the World with Johnny and Mike. And you know, people always ask me, "Hey, you got a podcast? What's it about?" Uh, I don't know. You ever want to uh, cut your fingers off or learn about a sharp knife? <laughs> we could tell you that. <laughs> How about uh, murder mysteries or uh, hauntings or any kind of fringe subject? Anything you could think of. We take on everything because we take on the world. All right, guys. We are back with our show. So, Stu, I'll hand it off to you, buddy. Okay. Ficus. So, the reason I picked Ficus. this movie, one, I, I think it's a great modern um, detective noir. It... it it, it checks all the boxes. Do you really call this noir? I do. I, no, I, no, a is. modernized version. That's what it Shane is. Black was going for. It, it's a modern I gay telling it. of it. Okay. Um, with with great comedy bits. You know, Shane Black always is great with comedy. His dialogue is really um, good. Dude, I laugh so fucking hard at this thing. Yeah. Um, so he has Tourette's, right? Yes. I I, that, I learned this right. tonight. Yeah. I, I'm trusting you, Ron on that. You, no, it's true. So do you think... Some of the lines were from that. I don't think so. I I think he is just a oh really my. great scriptwriter. I don't really when, see that how how some of the lines would be it really? just what, random. What some of them I do. It's not just randomized swearing. I don't no. know. I know. I, all I it, know is it, I want it, a bloopers reel just so I emphasize. can hear somebody in the background going cocksucker, fuck <laughs> <Chuck> nugget, fuck <laughs> <laughs> <I>, nugget. <laughs> I he does great writing, a very natural feel to his dialogue. Um, he does good buddy stuff. He does. Yeah. Uh, like he honestly, if this had done better, he already had ideas of making um a gay Perry Harry um team up movies and stuff like that where, you know, it's it's a series of films with their dynamic. And I'm and I would love to see that. Well see oh, yeah. well, I think and, I see, and then and then eventually some of those ideas became like the nice guy. Uh, the predator really when you think about it because the main character with that whole group it was more yes. instead of two guys it was a whole group of guys that it, it were all like teamwork and everything he does great dynamics um monster squad kids yeah. and yep. wonderful yep. uh m- this is less action heavy than i came to expect out of shane black yeah but uh towards the end with the uh rdj hanging from the fucking overpass and shooting so well, like, a lot of build-up yeah, yeah i mean this it worked well yeah. though it made sense and it, it didn't make you know harry this you know unstoppable you know gunfighting maniac and like that no he was very realistic very believable as an average guy that ended up in a fucked up situation and the average guy can freaking knock a damn gun off a fucking coffin and catch it midair <laughs> he was a magician and fucking dead fast aim. hands fast dead hands aim straight at the guy exactly he's he's that good what in the world are you doing? He's adjusting me. Yeah, baby. Thank you so much for giving me some fucking slack. Oh, finally. really? All right. I've been dealing with this the past few recordings. I'm like, man, my fucking 
My fucking cord's gotten very short lately, and I don't know why. Old age. Uh, yeah, no, I, need, I Yeah, I might have to fix that a little bit. I'll just have to give you some more slack there. So I appreciate it. I have to give it to you. Um, <laughs> and I'll take it, baby. I'll take every inch you got from me. Oh, you know it. How do you say pushing rope? Yes. Pushing cord. So <laughs> what the fuck? That's from Archer. The fucking awesome. It is a great show. show. That is a great <laughs> fucking show. Aquatine Hunger Force. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think I enjoy Archer more than I enjoy Aquatine Hunger Force. Really? Yeah. How about uh, Space Ghost? Is it, is it Space Ghost was great, but totally different type of humor. Yeah, that's true. Was uh, it? Uh, what was the old guy? The uh, neighbor's name? Marty? Mor- Carl? Carl? There we go. Yeah. yeah like the Marty? Fuck? I don't know. <laughs> um, doing, I think you're thinking of a different show, Rick and Marty. Their neighbor is named Marty. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. Yeah. but I picked this movie one because you know it, it, Shane Black did wonderful. Um, the cast did amazing with the roles they were given, but also I am directly attributing this to modern, uh, you know, to the existence of films as we know it in modern day. Please do fucking explain. Yes. I teased you guys with this. I, I, I made you a little, uh, I played with the clit a little bit in order to get you a little moisture. And I was like, well, I'm saving for the show. The ball. One thing I had to interrupt on saying about Shane Black also is that most of his movies that he's wrote, written or directed take place during Christmas. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, um, Long Kiss Goodnight, Lethal Weapon, uh, Iron Man 3, Kiss Kiss Bang Bang. It, they're always taking they place during Christmas or a certain type of holiday, yes. but mostly Christmas. So, Which works well because it's also a naturally a stressful time for a lot of people, Yeah, um, whether directly family rate or indirectly. Uh, it's a very stressful time. People are already on their edge. They're expecting certain things. Yeah. So it works good to set stories in that time frame. And I think we remember when we did Ice Harvest last year. We kind of almost thought Ice Harvest in the same vein of Kiss Kiss Bang Bang because it's almost yes. like a dark comedy yes. in a way. So, yes. yeah. Um, okay. So this movie stars, of course, Robert Downey Jr. All right. But this was Robert Downey Jr.'s basically last swing at the pinata. Um his drugs, his uh, alcoholism, his tantrums on fucking set. Did he uh, do prison time? Uh, yeah. 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 All right. He, you know, it, he had lost all faith in Hollywood to the point where he actually had to audition for this role, um, which for A-list actors, that basically never happens. Right. Um, but nobody had any faith in him whatsoever because of uh, what his personal life was like. His trouble passed. Um so, but he really wanted it. Uh, he auditioned uh, and knocked out the fucking park uh, to the point that Robert Downey Jr. actually refers to this as one of his favorite films that he's ever, you know, acted in. Yep. Uh, he was most proud of because he was channeling a lot of his own personal experience and history into his character and playing it so real and so dramatically but also believably he was hilarious in it yeah, he that's the thing he, yeah. he was actually really yeah. good in it and it it didn't feel like a you know like a, a low role it felt like a really good like a high role yeah like it felt like that it, it, it's something that i would go to a, a higher actor and i believe uh didn't shane black he basically like that's he stood back for him yeah so after robert downey uh went ahead and Audition for this. Shane Black was like, yes, absolutely. This is Harry. This is who I fucking want. Warner Brothers, the you know production company behind it, they're like, you're out your goddamn mind. We you, we fucking put money behind that guy. Yeah, we're not going to bet you know a lot of money. He's like, fine, I'll do it for a I'll, I'll do it for a much much smaller budget than we're going. All right, fine, you do it for a much smaller budget. Then at least we know we can probably make our money back and we feel comfortable with it. Fine. Um. Harrison Ford came in 
And, you know, he was going to do the role of Gay Perry. All right. Big mm-hmm. fucking name. Big fucking huge swinging dick name, yep. you know, for your film. Automatically, you're going to make money by having Harrison Ford in it. Shane Black's like, no, I don't want Harrison Ford. Not because he can't act. Not because he wouldn't have been awesome to have. Because he knew Warner Brothers and, and the money that Harrison wanted to do the film would have raised the budget of the film significantly. Yeah. And Warner so Harrison like, Ford actually wanted to do it? Yeah, he was all he was on board. Oh, okay. He I didn't know that. Absolutely on board. That I didn't know. Um, Which also I thought would have been... I think Harrison Ford would have been funny as hell playing this, you know, the role of Gay Perry. Yeah, you know, I couldn't see. It, I can. I Harrison Ford. He actually has much bigger acting chops than just the action roles that he, you know, is is typically known for. Yeah. But, and uh, Shane Black's like, no. If if we if we get Harrison, then we have to raise the budget, which means we won't have RDJ. All right. And I, RDJ is Harry. Uh, then Val Kilmer came in. He's like, I'll do it. You know. I'll go ahead and do it for cheap. <laughs> All right. And we're like, fuck yeah. Absolutely. Actually, to me, I think this is Val Kilmer's last good movie. Yes, that it was came before out. his health uh, started yeah. to climb. Not even just his health, also because he did a lot of direct-to-video stuff after he did. that. And he it, didn't do anything that was like remembered after that. Mm-hmm. I remember him having like a short role in The Missing, which was a Ron Howard film, and uh, Sultan Sea, some other stuff. Yeah. But this was really his last good film. Yep. And did wonderful in the role. Okay. So by rdj and this this one uh had a standing ovation at con uh or cons however you fucking pronounce the yeah. the shit i don't speak goddamn frog i did that just for chase just to get a little chuckle <laughs> <laughs> um gotta say you know uh got recognized on a lot of the uh, uh the art house type circuits and stuff like that a lot of people really truly appreciated the the skill level that was in this film. Oh, there was right? like some, uh, like the move something festival or something yeah. like that. Yeah, cans festival yeah. or something like that. That's yeah. what did I just fucking said. It got a standing ovation there. That's no, no. You from, said a con, a con or can, yeah. That's why I was giving you the name at a at a festival. No, you were just trying to add. No, I wasn't. I was not paying attention. You said con. I was. I was talking about Comic Con or something like that. Whatever. To be fair, I could see where. To be fair. To be fair. So fucking bougie ass. All right. <laughs> but every you're still, you're still enjoying that champagne fuck yeah i am everybody in the in the not company but in the business who saw this recognized robert downey jr's acting level again and the fact that he got clean and he was being serious it gave him the faith to go ahead all right let's put him back on the fucking map all right he's he's done the work let's forgive him you know his past and give him an opportunity Hence comes motherfucking Iron Man. Big budget, huge fucking budget. All right. But this was also Marvel's last fucking swing. Yeah. All right. They were damn near bankruptcy. Uh, if Iron Man had flopped, Marvel would have shuttered. Uh, plain and simple. Yeah. Not just like the, like the movie part of it, the right. comic part of it. Yep. Marvel would be gone as we know it. Uh, the properties would have been bought up and stuff like that. And Iron Man, the only reason they chose to make it an Iron Man movie is because they had been fighting their financial problems for so long. They had sold the the movie rights to all their big name characters, you know, to other companies. Uh, and they're like, ah, fuck it. What do we got left in the fucking tank? Oh, <laughs> the ones that no other company wanted to make fucking movies about. Yeah. Fuck it. Let's do Iron Man, I guess. <laughs> yeah, because wasn't he also like uh, Iron Man really wasn't that popular in the no, comics? No, he wasn't. 
Uh, he wasn't. Not he was. Really. He was like a B-list fucking superhero and shit like that. Everybody else had gotten bought up. You know. You know, huge, huge. Uh, you know, clearing of their big names. Yeah. Um. So Marvel decides to go ahead and make their one. Huge, huge, huge hit. Massive, gigantic fucking hit. Revitalized Marvel, which then creates the entire Marvel MCU. universe. Yeah. Which thereby influences. So you mean to tell me that without you- Kiss Kiss Bang Bang, we wouldn't have Deadpool? No, we wouldn't. I'm fucking mad. Exactly. We wouldn't have Deadpool. We wouldn't have Guardians. We wouldn't have the idea of interconnected universes and films actually being shown that it could be successful yeah. on big budget level and that the audience would enjoy that. Yep. Um, you wouldn't have the competition coming out of DC uh, with their pushing out of superhero movies after superhero movie after superhero movie, which we'll argue is not as nearly as successful. Um, but they, they, in my opinion, they've gotten better now than the MCU because the MCU has gone downhill ever since the Avengers. No, I disagree. I, I don't I, think I, the MCU is no, getting any they, better. No, MCU has widened. They, they, they've had to widen their scope and the now, streaming basically for the uh, Disney plus. Now that stuff. they're able to hit, they're able to hit any type of target audience that there is that are like well guess what we got a show for you guess what we got a movie for you yeah. I mean, whatever you fucking like they have something to feed your addiction yeah which thereby will encourage you to see other inter- interconnected movies and series that are having to do with that which thereby keeps feeding that fucking money machine yeah right. it's it's one of those things like since uh, since the pandemic situation I, i'm quite frankly impressed that the theater and big cinema has survived as well as it has. Yeah, because there was a chance where barely. it wasn't yeah, at all. Barely. Like barely. Exactly. I remember a lot of theaters were closing down yeah. because nobody was getting any business and everything was uh, everything was uh, getting to the point where everything was just going to be streaming. But now everything's going back to the theaters. It's going back to normal now, right. and they're starting to make their money. But at, at a point <clears throat> that they weren't. And I'm not sure if it'll ever really recover. No, it's not. It's changed. no, it's not the same. It's it's, it's even changed the the entire the contract industry. Yeah. Well, a lot of movies right now when they come out, it's like they're out in the theater, and then within like two three weeks later, because they're already it on stream. Changed the fucking contract. Yeah. yeah. Um. The it forced the movie companies to pivot. So what was it? Um. Uh. Black Widow. Mm-hmm. Where there was got a huge and fucking and pushed, debacle, and, pushed, and she yeah. ended up suing. suing? Yep, and she could. won. Yeah. yeah, but now their contracts have been modified to deal with yeah. this. Um, even the ones that they put out in theater first, there when before they would have a uh, a twelve to sixteen week period. Um, yeah. so, like, you know, in theaters, they've now said no. We'll guarantee you six weeks. At the most. All right, we'll guarantee you six weeks of you know theater only yeah. type stuff, and if you want that, you're gonna pay us for it. Yeah. Otherwise, we all have fucking streaming services that we're going to put it out on, and we know we're making money. <laughs> right. right, so it's changed the entire environment, entire industry as a whole. And Marvel was a huge, huge push behind that. Well, Disney via Marvel, yeah, and, yeah. and especially on the uh, like the Prime uh, Amazon Prime because exactly. you have the subscription, and then you have the new releases. Not just that, also uh, Paramount Plus. Well, the mm-hmm. thing, what I'm saying is that they they're selling these new releases still at 15 17 25 dollars a view yeah which you're getting that right off the top you don't have to worry about staffing a physical brick and mortar location you don't yeah. have to about worry about providing uh uh concessions you don't no. have to worry about anything else but a lot of directors out overhead. there are pissed off about it now like they are uh, Steven Spielberg Martin Scorsese. It, it is a 
it is an experience to see it on those gigantic screens with mm-hmm. those awesome fucking sounds. Which are that's why more that's more why Tom Cruise pushed Maverick. Yeah. Tom Cruise pushed Maverick so many years back. He says, I'm, I'm not releasing that fucking movie on the fucking yep. streaming. That needs to be a theater experience. And that movie was pushed back like two or three years. Yeah. So Well, he was right for doing that though. Yeah. Because that movie there I But also I, it still I, didn't I, make nearly as much money as it would have pre pandemic. Well, yeah, it had changed yeah. the fucking lands. It the yeah. pandemic has changed our landscape so drastically. Well, no, a lot of people would rather be sitting yeah. at home watching a movie instead of going all the way to the theater. I mean, yeah. we are we. This is our our our, our second job: movie yeah. reviews. Yeah, right. Ron, pre-pandemic, that wasn't hurt? the move going to the movies a a much more often thing? Yes. Uh, yeah. You know, for for me and you. Oh yeah, both. no, me and you have seen a lot of the movies yeah. in the theaters. Yeah, right. and then post-pandemic. It has to be a special goddamn movie yeah. to catch to like. All right, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna make a drive to this fucking place. I'm gonna drop all this fucking money. Uh, shit, I'm gonna dedicate you know two to three hours of my fucking day. Um, yeah, uh, or I can just wait six weeks and I'm comfy. Yeah, all right. Yeah. So, um, it's so crazy it, though how that how those two years yeah has changed exactly changed everything for everybody. It it, it has. Um. But once again, if, if Kiss Kiss Bang Bang didn't exist, then the MCU would not exist, in my opinion. That is but, so fucking crazy. Who that, that, was, I mean, who like, would you think? Very, who would you think would be a you know a better fit for Iron Man than RDJ? None. I can't think. See, that's like I said. That is one of his staple characters. That is his yeah. character. You can't see anybody else. You know, because I remember they, there was like Tommy uh, Lee uh, Jones. If they did it earlier, what? If they yeah. did it earlier, but they didn't. <laughs> they couldn't. Yeah. Well, they, you know, Tom Cruise was a pick for it at one point. They were trying to get Tom Cruise to yep. do it, and I think he would have not been able fucking. to carry the 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 swarminess that yeah that RDJ well, Robert Downey Jr. plays a good dick, yeah. and that's why he's good at that role. He yes. did that role perfectly. Well, he the, has. He has a charisma and the it's look. that snappy that, fire back and, that that self, he has. and he also is self-deprecating yes. in his own way. Yeah, yeah. That, that it's believable. Yeah, all right, and that then so RDJ being an Iron Man is I will absolutely argue is why Iron Man was as much of a success as it was. Which once again, no Iron Man, no MCU, no MCU. Well, uh, honestly, I don't know how big Disney Plus even itself would have been because Disney wouldn't have fucking bar- bar- Marvel. Yeah, they wouldn't have gave a fuck about no. Marvel all the time because Disney didn't even own uh, uh, Star Wars yet and everything else. And now Disney owns Fox and owns everything. But exactly. at that point, that wasn't even in the in the bucket yet. Exactly. No, which I means just... no big money, you know, behind these things. Which means no the no modern. And I say modern as in the past, you know, 10, 15 years yeah. of, of movies that we have enjoyed that same style. It, it would not exist. So because of Kiss Kiss Bang Bang, you're welcome. But also, you got to think about RGJ, RT, um, RDJ. RDJ. RDJ, yeah, sorry. God damn, even the, letters. The fact, shut the fuck up. <laughs> the fact that, you know, his acting career went completely skyrocketed yep. after Iron Man. Then he also did uh, Tropic Thunder. And you yep. saw how his acting was in that. He was yep. fucking amazing in that. The Sherlock Holmes movie. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, Love those, yeah. by the way. And now he's Great. in the A-class actor range. Yes. He's no longer down in the fucking shithouse. He's actually up in the A range. And it's, mm. it's I think it's great. And I, I really have to congratulate. It didn't also, Shane Black, he also... Uh, Robert Downey Jr. brought Repaid, Shane Black to direct, you know, for Iron Man three, which, yeah, which was arguably is the worst of the the group. I don't think it's bad. It's definitely the worst. It of the is, film. but it's not bad. It's still watchable, it's still enjoyable. It is. 
it, but it's, it's got it's got its good points and everything else. I mean, I think everybody would agree that the first Iron Man is still the best one out of all three of them. Yeah. I mean, Iron Man two was like not all that good either. So Iron Man two had fun, fun a lot of fun. Parts. That's what I said. Sh- I think the third had it had it had its Shane Black dialogue, but it had yeah. some. It had a, a horrible ending, in my opinion, and I think it was, which just sucks because you know Iron Man was one of the most popular in the MCU, and then his movies went from good to mediocre to shit. But then, and you know, he still became he a really popular character. As, uh, then appearing in Civil War and, and, and other films and Spider Man, yes. and then the of course the Avengers movies. So yep. to the point where RDJ was able to turn away and walk away from Marvel. Yeah, you know yeah. the all the money that Marvel was throwing out, and he's like, you know what, I'm I'm good. Yeah, I'm fucking that, good. I, mean, I want to do and some that other shit. Trade too in the last Avengers. Yes, well. I guarantee he'll so. come back. I mean, shit, they fucking brought so, Hugh Jackman back. I mean, seriously, I guarantee there's gonna be some type Hugh of event wanted to come back. Um, and you know, Chris that, Evans uh, is saying that he misses being Captain America. He's yeah. trying to. They're trying to get him to come back. Uh, but well, we also got Hemsworth. Though. You know, uh, saying that uh, if he. If he comes back as Thor, he wants it to be basically his swan song. Yeah. You know, the next time he comes back as Thor, he wants uh, he he's accomplished as much as you as, tell as, Chris Hemsworth. Yeah, yeah. I, I think I heard, I read something today where he said that um, the fifth Thor movie is probably to be his last. Yeah, movie he wants he's it to be done. a swan song. Yeah. Well, uh, you got like that, but it's all it's a taxing toll on like oh, the, his body, um, Hugh Jackman's body. You know, any of any of the actor you. Chris Hemsworth. Yep. You know, um, any of their bodies, it's very taxing on. Yeah. Except for RDJ. That wasn't too taxing no, on No, fuck no. <laughs> his body could be just me. His, <laughs> fuck him. this. Yeah. I'll walk around in a fucking green suit. Yeah. I'll fucking Because I think it was his mid-40s when he started Iron yeah. Man, and then he ended, please, he was like mid-50s right yeah. now. Yeah, yeah. so. But it, it's also the time commitment and being in that headspace yeah. of that character for such a yeah. long period of time and knowing that that's your your bread and butter so all right that's got this movie has to take priority over this film that i might want to do or this film that i might want to do or this film that i might want to do yeah um and it it limits their opportunity it, it gave them massive opportunities to pursue other things because of how famous they became because of doing these things right but then it also it it handcuffs them to their actual opportunities yeah i i love this movie this is a fun movie this is one of those halloween this, uh, christmas traditions that i watch every year that i love watching and it, you know it's just really? how many of those do you really? have I, how many fucking he watches christmas like movies 50 movies per watch? holiday <laughs> i do i do I, I try and fit everything on the schedule man, every this, arbor day man you see like, my list like <laughs> it, it hits holiday season we bring out the, you know the big plastic bin of, of lights and christmas he brings out big plastic bins of movies yes. oh we've got to get through these oh no no dude no, you know what i fucking do is i actually get the movies out like uh, 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 and stack them in front of my blu-ray player that's what i'm gonna watch this year seriously that's don't what watch I do. these i will explode <laughs> you don't fuck eyes, with wide, eyes wide shut is you another don't fuck with tradition eyes wide shut is another one of my tradition for christmas i watch that every christmas because it takes place during christmas you can't so that's a christmas movie you're yeah, saying that this kids. is a christmas see no because you I'm keep not saying arguing. It, there you go exactly I'm not arguing yeah so well the one stanley why kubrick so film. defensive he oh. wanted an argument that's why because no because i know that you have a thing with traditions <laughs> no i got a thing with how weird you are with I have to watch this movie every <laughs> fill in the blank. I have to watch this movie every every October sixteenth. I have yeah. to see this one, and every seventeenth, I have to see this one. 
Every August 23rd, I have to watch this movie. He, he runs into a conundrum. Because I have to. Yeah. Because I fucking have to. I, I, I got to the point at one point <laughs> where do, I was what watching. What do you watch every leap year? Lord of the Rings. Once <laughs> every Rings. four years, you watch fucking Lord of the Rings? Yes. Because <laughs> that's how long I'm, it takes I'm so, to get through them. I'm okay. so glad. It's like 12 hours of movies. I mean, seriously. I mean, each one's like three, and four hours long. never get any fucking closer by the end of the goddamn No, movie. they don't. <laughs> get to the fucking monkey. <laughs> But no, I, I, I really have to give you credit on picking this movie because and this I, is something I've been talking about since we started. Yeah, no, and that's the thing. And I remember we were going through our Christmas movies because we were saying, oh, so what Christmas movie are you doing? All of us are doing solid Christmas movies. This one's more of a take place during Christmas, but it's still a Christmas movie. I think Ragnar disagrees, though. You don't think it's a Christmas movie? I said it's a Christmas. It's not a Christmas movie that takes place during Christmas. What? It's not it, a so it, it's not movie. a Christmas movie that happens to take place during Christmas. Yeah. Fuck it, okay. I'll allow. Oh, okay, okay, that makes yeah. sense. Fuck it, I'll allow it just because of her little uh, skimpy little. Exactly, uh, that was hot as shit. Wasn't yeah, it? I'm, I'm digging that outfit, man. <sighs> and, and those big nipples. And those big nipples. Big, they were she not fucking big beautiful nipples. fucking nipples. Yes, I think those those ones, they were they were outward. They were hard. Eraser nipples. She had great but also the areolas were so puffy. She had. They were, she had very nice dark nipples. Yeah, yeah. Not the not the kind of nipples that. See, like, when you say this, I think Filipina. Tits. Wrong skin. Tone. <laughs> Wrong skin. Tone. You're like very nice dark. I was like, that's really dark. <laughs> no, but, she, but like, all right. So you ever seen tits where the nipples right blend into their fucking? Yeah, they're called. Yeah, yeah, yeah they no, call hers them are very nipples. dark. You know, they yeah. Call, what? They call them ghost nipples. Yeah, you can't see me. Yeah, you know, except like if you flick it and it pops out. You know, like a turkey timer. <laughs> but then you also have ones that invert. Yeah, I've seen those. Yes, those, those are, are rare. Those I don't think I've ever seen an actress with inverted nipples. Uh, look up In the general. porn star Siri. S-I-R-I. Oh, I know who that is. All right. I love. Big titty Siri. I know who you're talking about. deprecated himself on live air. Look up this porn star. <laughs> I know her. I can identify her by the nipple. No. I, I, I agree with her. nipple. No. When you said Siri. No. I, I remember what he's talking about. Siri. Yeah. No. I, that's not deprecated. I'm sorry. Guess what? I watch porn. Oh, wow. Oh, no, my God. No, I'm, I'm like 98% of the rest of the fucking country. I watch porn. I oh, be deprecating about it. I have memorized this woman's nipples. Oh my god! You don't have favorite porn stars? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, I don't think I could identify him by the nipples. Oh, if one of them's inverted, you absolutely are. I've had like three different girlfriends that had that. It's not exactly what. Like type, where are you going? They, they are so. They're like a fucking goddamn are leprechaun. They really? They're so rare. Yes, you're fucking kidding me. No, you have some. Weird luck. On how many girls? Uh, what percentage of girls have even with it have inverted nipples? Uh, maybe one. One, maybe. Yeah, one. All right. I've had three. <laughs> what the fuck type of randomness are you into? I'd like. Okay, that's. Now I feel weird. <laughs> or chase the creep. Or or you get the ones with the nipples that are the size of our fucking wheel of death here. They're called pancake nipples. Yeah. Yeah. It just makes me think it of Family Guy, Uncle Sam. Yeah, it's pancake nipples. Yeah. Those are I the have, best. I have not. I love those. Those are the best. Really? Yes. Wow. I'm sorry. That I I, I think those are hot. Oh, yeah, that's Siri. I remember Siri. Okay. Was it? Oh man, that makes me sound bad when I say that. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. 
She has some nice tits. But like I said, but that that sticks out in your head, right? Yeah, That's does. an identifying feature. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Let's see. This motherfucker all judging me for being a judge nipple fucking. You know? <laughs> <laughs> right? Like fucking judging McNipleson. A whole segment dedicated to nipples and porn stars. I'm surprised yeah, we don't stars. have more of those. <laughs> right. We really should. What? A spinoff show. <laughs> remember barrel age nipples? Remember? Uh, <laughs> yes. Remember uh, scary movie two? Yeah. Tim Curry. Yeah. When uh, he's in the kitchen and she uh, takes his uh, shirt off, oh. he's got like the long, like two inch nipples. Yes. <laughs> I felt like a the fucking, hangers. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> felt like a fucking asshole because, like you were saying, you know, favorite porn stars and whatnot. And, um, and she's not even one of my favorites. She just, it's still absolutely recognizable. A couple of years back, or like a year ago or so, um, I found out that Dakota Sky died. Okay. Yeah, she uh, over, uh, I guess overdosed and was found in a park. And I was like, "Damn it, she will go down in the annals of history." I mean, annals of history. No, you said it right. No, the first you had time. it right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Heather Deep. I got I got downvoted Ron. a lot for that comment on Heather Reddit. Deep. I know <laughs> Heather Deep. Oh yeah. No, but for real, like oh, yeah. that that was a shame. Oh God, bring it back. Uh huh. Bring in uh-huh. a lot of things. That's back. my poor name is Johnny Deep. Okay. You ain't got shit in Hell Deep. <laughs> got, I mean, you might have shit in Hell Deep. I don't know. But, you, you what? Oh. Did I all miss right. something? <laughs> Heather Deep. All right, so this is pre-Pornhub days, all right? Oh, this is where all the You're porn about, sites. Uh, uh, fuck, what's that, what's that downloading thing? Uh, Kazaa. Remember Kazaa? Yeah. Yep. Oh, yeah. Fuck but yes. all the, the porn sites were like paywalls, you know, stuff yeah. like that. All right? So... Uh, she had her own site and stuff like that. And, mm-hmm. you know, I, I would all, I would go to the, the, the password cracking sites and so like yeah. that, that, that get me links into these pay sites <laughs> for free. All right. I don't care. But Heather deep was the monster deep throat game. All right. She could take a fucking hog. All right. Like down. No problem. Uh, she was one of my favorite oh, early porn stars. And so. Just yeah. It was amazing to see that. <laughs> it was. Hey, some people just had yeah. impressive hey, I talents. I was very impressed at that young age. I'm like, God damn. I'm setting unrealistic fucking expectations. <laughs> <laughs> so you got to ask this uh, okay. other thing. When it comes to Robert Downey Jr. and Val Kilmer mm-hmm. in this movie, who do you who was your favorite, though? Because I think Gay the most Perry favorite. Had, Gay Perry was one of the best characters. Some of the best lines. Yes. But Robert Downey did wonderful I think it was fair on 50-50 on both, in my opinion. Seriously. I think it was more of a 50-50 because Val Kilmer, to me, this is one of his best roles. I think it's one of his funniest roles he's done, uh, playing this whole um, uh, detective and everything else. Mm -hmm. Robert Downey Jr. just playing this petty criminal that becomes into the whole celebrity world and then trying to become a detective to get this chick, which is uh, Michelle Monaghan, who plays, uh, what's her name? Uh, Wait, was it Heather? I don't know. Harry... I don't know. I think it was Heather. I think it was Heather. No, no. it was an M. Harmony. 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 All right. H. Yeah. Heather. Yeah. Harmony. Pretty close. Yeah. Almost. <laughs> I will say. But yeah, it's just. I, it, I seriously think it was going down fair. a rabbit hole right now. No, I'm checking for something. He's looking up Heather deep. <laughs> <laughs> He's gonna go home and have fun with her when she is. Uh, when he gets home. She was a trooper. Oh yeah, she was. She, she's back, by the way. She's making new films now. What? Yeah. 
<laughs> I do some research like, on that. She's like, my kids have grown and stuff like that. I'm like, right, good for you, chick. <laughs> <All right. laughs> That's where she that has her, uh, her talent in. Bring in that money. I mean, she and she trained other girls and did films with them after training them up. I'm like, good for that's that's a way to influence the next generation. All right, that's a way to pay it forward. Good for you, Heather. Kiss, kiss, bang, bang, <laughs> turning into porn stars in the uh, in the show now. <laughs> Fucking great. <laughs> I did not oh, predict shit. this at no, all. That's awesome. The whole like 15 segment on porn and nipples. I love it. I love <laughs> this it. might have to go on Patreon instead. Why? Fuck no. That. No. We are not depriving. We're men. Yes. Men talk about nipples. I mean, seriously. <laughs> yes. And porn. <laughs> Oh, long shit. Rat, you know, back here, double dutch ruttering. Shit, you know, the funny thing is that <laughs> Shane. It's not gay, okay? <laughs> the thing about this is that is gay. Shane Black, he directed Nice Guys. I had to do it with a porn star right there, too. So, yeah. yeah. Yep. So, yeah, that, that's why I brought it up. Yeah. 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 No, I just brought that up randomly. Okay. What was your guys' favorite scene? Uh, seriously, uh, actually, I have a clip of it if it's all right to play uh, between Val Kilmer and Robert Downey Jr., um, Go ahead. Gay Perry and Harry. Uh, it It's just fucking. I am not watching a video right now, Chase. You're trying to set my ass up. <laughs> Fuck you. The scene when. Uh, uh, I'm not watching a fucking video while we're recording. No. I am not getting a spin. Even though I'm sure it's funny as fuck, I am not getting a spin. I'm keeping in the fucking red. Yeah. But the scene when uh, they're uh, uh, they basically they took the gun off for that guy and they got him on his trying to get uh, information out of him and then Robert Jr. takes the gun. But let's go ahead and play it. It's fucking fantastic. For Christ's sake, who are you protecting? It's all over. Finney, Dexter's going down. I know about Veronica's lawsuit. I know Dexter was facing ruin. I even know he switched daughters, which, for God's sake, actually did work for a while till last week. Yeah, what happened then? He had to kill her, huh? Harry, will you put hey, a sock in it? I just want to ask him a question. No, I'm asking, asking, yeah, if you ask right. questions, then it seems like we don't know anything, like we're okay, fishing. Okay, okay. okay. Right, right, sure. And for the record, it was the boyfriend, the guy who flew in from Paris. He would have spotted the fake Sorry. and said, that's not Veronica. Okay? okay, am I right? Fuck you. Oh, he's Exactly. Right. Hmm. So Dexter had Veronica killed, threw a dress on her, dumped the body, and walked away clean. Their chemistry together is awesome. little thing. Underpants. One tiny little pair of undies. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's funny, huh? I'm going to break your nose now. Okay. Oh. I want you to picture a bullet <laughs> inside your head. Can you do that for me? Fuck you. Anyway, that's ambiguous. Ambiguous? No, I don't think so. No, I think he means that when you say picture it inside your head, okay, is that a bullet will be inside your head or picture it in your head? Like Harry, you shut up? He's got Look, a point. I don't know anything about a girl, seriously. I was bluffing. You know what? I think that you are bluffing right now. Harry, what are you doing? Well, what I'm doing for the guy who likes to bluff is I'm playing a little game called Am I Bluffing? Huh? Where is she? Where the fuck is Harmony? Harry. You want to play hardball? I can do that. Where is the girl? <laughs> what did you just do? I just put in one bullet, didn't I? I you put, put a live head. round in that gun. Oh, yeah. There's like an 8% chance. chance. Was it? Eight? Eight? Yeah. Who taught you math? math? I don't know. <laughs> Shit. Oh, my God. I it was great. It was great. Up. And I like a fucking Gay Perry's phone playing. I, I will was, survive in the little fucking ringtone. Absolutely, <laughs> I was fucking crying. I was laughing so hard. With was that this your play. first time seeing the film? Yes. Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. That I wish. That, there's so many movies I wish I could, I could watch it for the first time again. Just because I'm remembering that caught me by complete surprise the first time I fucking saw it. You know, just like out of the fucking you weren't expecting. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. Wow. <laughs> oh. How about you, Ragnar? <laughs> 
Oh, fuck. When they find, when, when uh, Harry finds the body in his hotel room. I peed on the corpse. The and <laughs> he's fucking going to take it. And it's like, this is literally a natural fucking reaction. Yeah. I think that any one of us would fucking Absolutely have. Absolutely makes sense. You're taking a, you go to take a piss and you don't notice this thing in the corner, but like something catches your eye. <laughs> huh. And then you turn your head. And you're still pissing. And you're pissing. And you're like, what the fuck? Exactly. <laughs> and then you're you pissing all piss. over the corpse. <laughs> yep. And then he's calling Val, uh, Gay Perry. I peed on the corpse. So I peed on what? the corpse. What? He said, like, what in blue? It's in the title and everything else. And he, and he says, no, I get to talk now. I get to talk now. Why in the F would you fucking piss on a corpse? <laughs> fucking it's laughing not part of scene. a kink or anything like that. I was trying to pee and it was there. Oh man, now that's a funny scene so, right there. It was. It was a great scene. I mean, that's like a fucking. I, oh, I think it's just so a, natural. It's a natural yeah. reaction that while you're taking a leak, you turn to see what the fuck. Like, it, yep. It's not natural to see a fucking dead body that you just saw twelve hours ago in your fucking <laughs> hotel room. Did yep. it fucking follow me? You know. <laughs> You and are just asking, can they can they check DNA for that? I mean, <laughs> but the, the other thing is about just uh, their chemistry together. Basically, throughout the whole movie is actually more is the, the scenes that really catch your eye. Like that's they they are the best scenes in the movie. To tell you the truth, any movie with those two and just the way that they work their chemistry together and everything else, because you could tell that they they hate each other in the beginning, but they become friends throughout the movie. They develop a friendship uh, throughout to the point where he starts working for him at the end. I mean, uh, uh, Harry becomes I Gay think- Perry's. Secretary or something like that? No. no. Oh, they they are working with each other. Working with the, yeah, yeah. like yeah. side detective or something like that. Chase, what's yours? Side piece. My favorite is... It's got to be probably the interrogation, because that shit is just fucking hilarious. I can't even imagine how much pain that is. I mean, seriously. What, get shot in the head? I'm sure it fucking much. hurt for like a split like, second. Oh, no. I'm, 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 I'm sorry. I thought you were talking about the uh, no, interrogation when no, he's got his balls. Oh, the balls. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Just that's because the that's a, shit he was talking oh, that to that one. guy. Yes. That's just, he can't, <laughs> see, he can't even admit it. He's gay. He, come on. You're fuck, yeah, you still want this fucking cock, don't you? Pop, 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 pop. Homophobes never search that. <laughs> that makes sense. What's yours? But that he just walks around with a fucking gun underneath his fucking sack. His, the entire time. Well, it's his little, uh, little mini gun. It's his. Uh, it wasn't. No, it wasn't the. It, was it wasn't his, the, it was his fag the, one. It, no, it wasn't the the faggot gun. It was different. It was the. I paid attention to it. The the what he called the faggot gun was a little uh, a, a small little derringer. Yeah. What he pulled out under his balls was a small revolver. He's no. That's the thing. Well, he called it a Derringer. It's the same fucking. No, gun. it wasn't the same gun. It, yes, it, wasn't, it, is. it wasn't. It was not the same gun. I will show it you a picture of it. Right what, was the, what was the gun that was thrown in the lake? That is. He that was calling was, it no, a, that, a that vector. Was, uh, that was yeah. Revolver. It was like a gift from his mom or something like yeah, that. Yeah. They, in fact, I have a clip of that too. We'll he play called that later. it a vector, but the Chris Vector wasn't out then, and it sure as shit isn't that small. So I don't know exactly what he was talking about. Um, but what's your vector, Richter? Have you seen his vector? <laughs> yeah, I can't say I have. So how do you know it's that small? Because a Chris vector is this fucking big. That's a big vector. Yeah, it's a huge vector. It's a forty-five ACP fully <laughs> automatic. You like him long and big, don't you? You know, whatever. Well, if you're gonna do it, do it right. <laughs> All right, go big or go home. Mama right? didn't raise no bitch. <laughs> this- <laughs> Until you're shitting pancakes. This is what he pulled out of the glove box. That's not a gun. I don't think it is what he pulled out of the glove box. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. Pull up the fucking thumbnail. 
This is what he pulled out of the gun, out of the glove box. It is not a Derringer in the first place. That is what he pulled out of his pants when he popped five holes in the dickhead trying to electrocute his friend. Yeah, because it holds five rounds. I I was impressed that they actually st- um, held true to that. How many okay, rounds were uh, shot? Hold on, just something random here. So I I was doing a search for uh, uh, what uh, what are you going to type oh, in? Here we fucking. What are you going to type in? When you're searching for this gun, referring what? to the scene. What does Val Kilmer pull out of his pants and kiss, kiss, bang, bang? No, because I was looking for the picture. No, that's I, that was what he pulled out of his pants. I was looking for the what he pulled out of the glove box. Oh. What are you going to type in? Just real quick search. Super quick search. Uh, kiss, kiss, bang, bang, gun in glove box. Okay. 22 was, LR tiny revolver. That was way too many words, you know, that I was going to type in. I literally just typed in faggot gun. All right, <laughs> Don't tell me there's actually a faggot gun. Yes. Really? Russian 9K111 faggot is a second generation tube launch anti-tank weapon. Let me see. (laughs) Let me see. (laughs) Oh, you got to be kidding me. That was not in the glove box. (laughs) No, it was not. That's a little big right there. And that was not down his pants. Although Gay Perry would have probably liked I it, I've never so. been more pleased with an accidental Google search. Exactly. That's why I need it. Now, I will say my second result is I call it my fat gun because kiss, kiss, bang, bang. All right, that is my second one. But the first result that came up with fat gun was that. So I was doing the right Google search. <laughs> That's funny. No, apparently not because I found the right shit. Anti-tank guided missile. I'm sorry. That's, that's his new favorite weapon system. It is. Because <laughs> they're not gonna fuck you up. You just got fucked up by a faggot gun. <laughs> I'm sorry. Anyway, my favorite scene was when the dog got his fingertip. Uh, oh, and he's talking to Gabe Harry. He's like, "You gotta wipe down your fingerprints. There might be a problem with that." What do you mean, the right Just fucking do it. Um, and the dog he said. Okay, problem solved. <laughs> like, all right. And he just completely nonchalant about it. Just so accepting of his situation and how depressed of his life must be that he didn't even lose his mind. He's like, oh, okay, I don't have a What do you think anymore. of that whole I think he's got so used to yeah, it. He's like, I, I don't have a you know, anymore. From the first like, time that he shot uh shot the uh the the, the, the black dude, the black I, guy. Yeah. I understand, yeah. but if if I have a limb that I have a chance of being reattached, I'm going to be a little bit more upset when something happens to said limb. I'm like, fuck, now I'm goddamn stuck like this. Although, what do you have to think of that scene when his fucking finger gets chopped off in the fucking door? He yeah. played it perfectly. He honestly played it perfectly. I, I didn't think a door could actually do that to your fingers. Like yeah, it could. can. Oh, yeah, no, but it'll definitely do so that. His hand had to be like this. Oh, man. It had I can't to be imagine like how much this. pain that is. Or... Just enough of the tip was holding on as she was pulling, you know. So he could have had a stand like this, and as she was pulling it shut, it just he that's all he held on with. That's a end. that's fucking half his finger I gone. I know. Yeah. Okay, so I, gone. I would like to circle back to the talk about the vector. He's the talking about a vector CP1, and that is a fucking fug ugly gun. So South African shit I ain't never seen before. Okay, but if that's what his Which mama one? gave him. Which one is it? It's all of those. They're all the same. Yeah, just different uh, hardware on it. Oh. No, it looks like... uh, It looks like a Down Syndrome (sighs) PX4 Storm. (laughs) Sort of. That was good. 
<laughs> that was a good explanation <laughs> that made complete sense. Yeah. It does. <laughs> good job. Yeah. Good job, Chase. Okay. God, this this is a fun movie. See, it just <laughs> naturally encourages fun conversations, right? Yeah. Uh, I'm absolutely. Gonna, I'm going to play this other clip with uh, Gay Perry and uh, Robert yeah. Downey Jr. when uh, the uh, that clip. gun gets lost. Yeah. Where's my gun? I, uh, no, I, uh... Give me my gun. No, I, I, I got rid of it. Say again? Yeah, I threw it in the lake because I figured you wouldn't, I would. I got priors in New York, so I really can't, I can't be messing around. You with threw it. it away? Yeah, plus it's evidence. It's what? Watch it. Okay, relax. okay, oh no, I'm sorry. I, I got a little non-plus there. This okay, is this cool. is crazy. Non-plus. I understand. No, just relax. Whoa, what is that? Is that a, is that a clue? What do you mean? Do you see that? In the thing? Can you... Ow! What were you thinking? My two thousand dollars that victim box. my mother got me as a special gift. You threw in the lake next to the car. What happens when they drag the lake? You think they'll find my pistol? Jesus! Look up "idiot" in the dictionary. You know what you'll find? A picture of me? No. The definition of the word "idiot," which you fucking are. That was great. Yeah, great it was. Writing. Ceramic. Great ve- it's ceramic vector. What they, he said, he said z- ceramic. So here's here's the thing. Back in the late '90s and early 2000s. There was a common thing to say that a gun was made of ceramic in movies, which would never fucking work. You can Cerakote, which is a ceramic paint coating, which that is, is very durable, but not well, like they... in Die Hard. Um, they were talking about how, or was it, was it Die Hard? Die Hard Two, yeah, Die Hard Two, and he was talking about it's a it's a German gun called a Glock that's ceramic and it's undetectable, but in airports and bullshit because of metal detector. Fucking yeah, no, that's not a thing. But it, that begot I mean, very common use. Yeah, it. Well, even then, it still has to be uh, centered steel 3D printing for it to be a usable firearm. A a multi-use. Okay. Single-use. Multi-use. Does not need to be. Single-use can be plastic. Yeah, Yeah. you're right. But if they are mass-producing the guns, they're going to be mass-producing them as multi-use, not not single-shot throwaways. Otherwise, you can make a zip gun. He also said very clearly that it was a Glock in Die Hard 2. Which definitely is not anything ceramic. But But, But, you... Oh, go ahead. God damn it, you have derailed. Okay, there we go. Uh, Thank yep, you. Fuck it. Send it. I don't know what the fuck I was talking about. You, uh, that scene in the um, uh, the uh, beginning uh, when Robert Downey Jr., when he was being all serious, when the uh, girl was uh, falling asleep and that guy was feeling her up and uh, <laughs> looks like he was about to fucking uh, rape her or something like that. And he comes in there acting all like serious, like he's really going to do something. Did you think that he was going to be getting his ass beat I right there? I fully expected Or did you think him- he was going to be the other way around? No, I felt that he was getting his ass beat just because of the way he had been playing his character already oh okay so see that's the thing i, I wonder if people actually wondered oh man he's he's actually badass here he's gonna kick his ass and then you that's, just see him getting his ass beaten by this other fucking dude the man bluffed fuck pretty you well up. he did he bluffed real nicely except, except i was kind of hoping 50 50 on it though yeah right you except know. for the russian roulette part not good bluffing there that's why it's russian roulette yeah God damn! You right. have it. He had an eight percent chance. <laughs> now, did the movie ever confuse you, you though? Math. With the whole the, the 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 little bit of the plot was just a little bit confusing on on the whole ordeal because that confused See, me the first time watching it. it. The uh, first I time I can't remember to my very first time watching it. Um, I can remember is because it was kind of all over the place. But, yeah. it, but it, at, by the end, they absolutely explain everything. Yeah. So my the problem I had with this movie, the, my biggest complaint was that. Each of the cutscenes 
made it feel like you were jumping large spans of time, which very clearly was the first cut scene was like maybe three days later or and then the next one was literally hours. But it, it made it feel like, oh, this is weeks later and months later. And I was like, or possibly even beforehand it while it didn't say it, it just had that air about it. And it was very kind of it, it reminded there. me a lot of uh clue another yeah. great fucking film yeah where, yeah wow yeah i didn't even think about know. that i had to rewatch it that's for a great me to fucking movie it. yeah yeah i had to rewatch it today for me to to really actually follow but you had to rewatch kiss kiss bang bang mm-hmm. but now having that in your on your second watch knowing where the story was going oh yeah to everything total flowed. Points, I mean, yeah. but the first so that's what i'm was, saying the first I, time that's what it's supposed to do because it's putting you in the mindset of robert downey jr's character you don't know what the fuck is going on no you don't none of this yeah. fucking makes sense all right and you are just as frantic feeling about the situation as he had to have been himself yeah yeah I could see that. See, yeah, well, exactly. when I first watched this movie, I was a little confused, but then watching it a second or third time, it, to me, this is one of those movies that requires multiple viewings, but it's still enjoyable on the first time, but it things might get a little confusing on the plot line and the whole, you know, the, the story between the sister and the suicide, and it, it jumped all over the place, but watching it multiple times, you start to understand it, but it's still a fucking great movie. I mean, it's just, it's, it's funny. It's serious. I mean, there's some fucking uh, dark shit in this movie, oh, I mean, yeah. especially with the fucking pedophile father and everything yeah. else taking his little kid out of the room. I mean, that scene right there kind of bothered me a little bit, and, but it's meant to be like, exactly. It's, I mean, it's a uh, happy fucking story. Yeah. Ragnar, what did you feel about it? Uh, watching it was, time? I mean, it was confusing at first because, you know, Donnie shit, just like everyone else said, you know, it jumps around and, that part there wasn't that fucking bad. Um, you kind of get used to it. And then See, you- that's the weird thing. It's like it jumps around, but it doesn't actually. Yeah. No, it doesn't because like the time, the time jump from like when he's in New York to L.A. is days, days. Well, also yeah. you have to think. You know, also the scene in the beginning when it shows the, the when she was a little kid, uh, when both of them were kids, and they did that little magic thing. The the great great. Magnificent Harry or whatever Harold you call it, the, uh, Harold, Harold the Magnificent Harold, or something right. like that. Yeah, and you know that. Although that scene was funny when the fucking girl was screaming and getting cut by the chainsaw, and then she hey, was just taking it. I would have been a complete actress for the rest of the movie. I thought <laughs> she was getting cut. Yeah. Like, all right, so this I is was how ex- this movie's fucking going. Yeah, exactly. All right. yeah. I told you from scene one what to expect the rest yeah, exactly. of the movie. I'm going to be a famous actor, and then you just see the fucking father yeah. about the belt yeah. or what. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, let's be real. Your daughter did that, you'd be fucking angry. Oh, I'd be pissed, yeah. You made me run the fuck over here thinking I was going to lose your ass. Mm-hmm. Oh, You bitch. better be dead or I'm going to kill you. <laughs> no. You better be dead or I'm going to kill you. Yep. Yeah. Um. You know, aside from like that, you know, that, those time jump there, which it it was only a few fucking days. You know, um, trying to follow along uh, the the crime itself that that uh, Gay Perry is is on. You know, and that he was hired to do, hired yeah. to uh, detect. Yeah, you know, and you're like, all right, well, you know, it's some broad that you know hired him to follow uh, her cheating boyfriend or cheating husband. Yeah. You know, and then it leads down a fucking huge fucking rabbit hole of fucking shenanigans that are fucking going on. Um, and it's all within this one fucking family, which you saw in the very fucking beginning of the movie. Right. You know, and it's like every little thing 
you know, in a lot of movies, like the plot is, is very straightforward. Mm -hmm. You know, mm -hmm. it doesn't matter what happens here. Right. At like, 35 minutes. It's not every gonna, Marvel movie ever so far. Yeah. I mean, it's not going to fucking branch off. It's made for simpletons, you know, yeah. into to something else. Right. This movie, I think did the complete opposite. Whatever happened at like, in like say 12 minutes into the movie affected 35 minutes into the movie later. Yeah. You know, just like a detective noir would be it, it's not going to waste time well, throwing the, unnecessary uh, information well, the, at you it, it's stuff that it's giving you all the clues of everything you need to know yeah. about in chapter one two and three the, in order to figure out what what the, the first, fuck is going on the first <laughs> yeah. scene where yeah. gay, where gay perry is uh patching him up and he goes why the fuck do you, i hate that in tv you know when they have just this yeah. scene it's fucking useless like where did, what is this going to make sense at yeah i was like okay i yeah. like it i see yeah. where we're going yep. this is going to be fun Especially when uh, you start doing the narration scene and the fucking old people are in front of him and says, well, what, you get the fuck out of the way. <laughs> that, that was kind of funny right there, just going on a flashback sequence and everything else. So The narration portion of it was pretty fucking funny. It yeah. was very funny, actually. I enjoyed that. No, Robert Downey Jr. was good in narrating and the fact that, uh, I mean, because... But what I really like more than anything is just how the friendship between him and Gay Perry turned into because you, you could tell that they hate each other in the beginning. Or when they don't hate each other because he's kind of just hired him to yeah, help him learn to detect for being an acting role or something like mm -hmm. that. Yep. And then they just become friends. And uh, Gay Perry already know the uh, uh, Harmonies character and they were friends. And it, it just, it all blended together and worked out great. It, 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 it was just. This is a fun movie, man. I, yeah, I fucking enjoy this movie. Because you can watch it in two aspects. This is just fun, brainless, if you want. Or you can actually follow along and, you know, try to figure out what the fuck's going on. Yeah. And, and there is no way you would have figured out incest. Or, yeah. or, or suicide. Or suicide. I mean, and fucking. No, I, 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 I saw that it was. But yeah, the suicide. I, I kind of call that. It's like, all right, there's going to be a different reason behind. Oh, believable. yeah. And also the the, the fucking uh, uh, the the guy in the fucking uh, robot costume, like falling off the fucking side of the uh, <laughs> uh, the uh, deck and something like that. that. Was just it's like, like what the fuck? Add in. Anybody else got any other points they really want to talk about? Uh, the only I, I got a couple little things here. Uh, you guys know who did the voice of the bear? Who? No. Lawrence Fishburne. Really? Really? Oh, Larry. Oh, yeah. Larry. No Which shit. It, it doesn't sound like him at all. Like he's no. actually, yeah, he's doing like a different voice, but it's Lord's. And you're talking about the bear from the commercial. Yeah, the bear, yeah. For the, the the one for the uh, what's the name of the beer? I forgot. I don't remember, I remember the name of the beer, but uh, it started with the G. Yeah, but it, it was a funny little uh, commercial. But it, it sounded like I, it sounded I like it was almost like a smoky the bear. bear. I would not have tried that that beer. Yeah. Based it's on that great, commercial. but what do I know? I eat fish, yeah. <laughs> or like I suck the heads off of fish or something. Yeah, like, yeah. that's really like, I'm, I'm good advertising. Okay. See that's funny because like that's Lawrence like, Fishburne and um, Morgan Freeman, right? Obviously, two different people, but they have very really? distinct voices. Yes, they do. Yeah, it, it, yeah, they do. But I, I, I always think of his voice from like Morpheus from the uh, the um, uh, Matrix movies. To me, that's probably to one of me his one of his most iconic roles. Yeah, I, I don't really know either. Although he was in Pee Wee's Playhouse. Yeah, he as was the, the uh, as cowboy. a cowboy. Yeah. Yep, you all remember. Gennaro's, okay. yeah, which I think is a fake beer. But yes. talking about the, the the shitty advertising for your product, um, so there's a water out there called Liquid Death. Uh, I know Ron, oh, it's fucking is a fantastic. Fan. Okay, so uh, drinking water from a can just seems right for me. I, I like it. So sorry. Okay, so I know I paid the extra money for it, but it's good. I just saw this advertising campaign they did online, 
Um, it's called uh, the Liquid Death Taze Test. <laughs> yes, Taze, not Taze, Taze. So what they did is they they found a couple of uh, people from the internet who uh, you know posted, "Oh, Liquid Death is the worst water I've ever had." Uh-huh. Um, so they flew these two guys out to you know wherever to shoot the thing. They took ten different you know waters um and made them do a blind taste test of all 10 like all right if you pick liquid death as the worst one we'll give you a thousand dollars but if it's not the worst one and you pick the wrong one we're gonna tase your ass shit yeah they agreed (laughs) they're like yeah oh oh, yeah sure okay so they tried it both of them got it wrong both of them got tased and then one guy was like yeah i guess it's not the worst water i've had then and Liquid Death went ahead and put that out there. Like, yep, we're not the worst water you've ever had. That's fucking awesome. I know. That makes me want to drink. Is, that that is, is 100%. We're not the worst That is had. absolutely on brand for Liquid Death, but I, though. But it's just like, God damn it. Oh, man. <laughs> that yeah. does not make wow. me want to try their product. It doesn't make it sound good. It's like, makes it sound like you don't well, you know, like reminds me, fucking water, will tase you. Which just that reminds would be me. Better. That would be a better thing than, <laughs> it's not the worst water I've ever had. Uh, we will tase your ass into submission. But that reminds me of the uh, the Dan Aykroyd's uh, Skull Vodka, where you oh, said yeah. that it was like made through like or diamond filters or something like that. Oh, no, so, that that's them trying to sound good. Yeah, to sound good. And like, you thought that was just a crock of shit right it was, there? It was. It was absolutely. But at least it was them trying to make it sound f- fucking good. Yeah. Liquid Death, they're not trying to make it sound good at all based on that ad campaign. They're trying to make it sound not horrible. And uh, that's yeah. different to me. If I'm going to spend my money, <laughs> I'm going to want to spend it on something that that might be good, good versus not horrible right yeah i'll drink or eat not horrible i'm not picky <laughs> okay I'm not horrible that's that'll work <laughs> i would love to have liquid death as one of our sponsors god damn it i fucking... just gotta sign over your soul for their yeah. little yeah you I'll, gotta get I'll... tased fuck it i'll do it <laughs> so so for fucking so for a them. case of water, you're gonna sell your soul and get tased <laughs> for a case of. I will Fuck go it. buy a case right now to own your soul and to tase you. <laughs> right. Of course, you'd want to tase me. That'd be yes. a good thing for the show. Yes. And then if I, I do if it. I could own your soul. It by some miracle that fucking you know actually worked. Then I'd have you as my like slave throughout all eternity. <laughs> all right. oh, that is a win for me. I'm gonna send you on the most. Bitch ass errands that I could fucking think of. <laughs> and another great thing about Robert Downey Jr. and Val Kilmer, they both played billionaires become superheroes. Batman yeah. and Tony Stark. Okay, you're right. I don't know if any. Yeah, was oh, yeah. Something That's, random. I mean, you're right, but it's yeah. a weird stretch. I mean, it's like, okay. I, I just thought that, well, you know, whatever. I, I, good, my good shit job. sucks. He was job. trying to make him. Was, all right. Good job. You get it. You did a good, yeah, job, good job, Ron. We appreciate you. Next thing I want to get into is I wanted to talk about one particular scene in the movie uh, with Gay Perry and um, the father of the girls um and that interaction because i know talking to you about it off air you felt that it it, it felt very weird to have that at, that this no scene. i didn't it was chase that it was uh off air about that, that that's right that's right yeah doing the group talks that didn't felt necessarily that it fit the the theme of the rest no of the actually it wasn't chase i think it was ragnar i think you, you no were- no what i was saying was um that i wish it was just a little bit longer because I, 
I, I totally get the whole scene and the, the whole end of that whole scene there was great. I think it was um, perfect. And I think it, it was well-deserved to be in there. Um, but all I was talk all I meant was that the very end of it as um, Val Kilmer is walking out of the, out of the room. Yeah. Um, and he said, yeah, it takes a real man. You know, I wish like it had just, he had said, like, why don't we go ahead and play the clip this way the audience knows what we're referencing go ahead and play the clip Ron do I know you no just in town for the funeral what do you want well I was going to go to the zoo but it was closed so I thought I'd come here and look at an animal son of a who do you think you're talking to? I-, I buried my daughter today. No. You buried her 20 years ago. Harmony was right. Her sister was murdered. You pulled the trigger. It just took this long for the bullet to hit. Who are you? I love my girl. Oh, fucker. If I could get out of this bed. Yeah? Well, you can't. You bastard. Oh, man, they can't defend himself. Big, tough guy. Yeah, that's right. Big, tough guy. thing about this movie is that it is such a you know even though it's a dark comedy it's got like a lot this is like a really dramatic part of the movie because especially with that you know his fucking daughters he went through because mm-hmm. that was a fucking pedophile grandfather uh, father and everything else yeah. but it's just like a really serious subject in a very in a comedy it's just really weird to have that in there well, com- well it's just very layered yeah. yeah i mean comedy is usually derived from pain yeah um taking a fucked up situation and looking at it differently um that's where if you you know listen to most comics you know history and backstory they got some fucked up shit in their past yeah and they're just able to draw on that and channel it into a different format and that's why it works so well um robin williams says it a lot about that yeah uh, what is it uh tragedy plus time equals uh, equals comedy yeah really yeah Yeah. Yeah. i've never heard that it it, it worked out do you think do you think the comedy and the drama was kind of equaled out perfectly in this movie I thought it was a very real feeling yeah. uh, throughout yeah. the entire film. I know I've said this, you know, early in the recording multiple times. Th- that's something I really enjoyed about this film is how natural, not forced. It was uh, an absurd situation, but a realistic um, response to being in this absurd situation. Yeah. Uh, and I thought it did really, really well uh, because of this. And uh, Gay Perry interaction he talked about his fucked up childhood too and stuff like that throughout the film yeah referenced it and so this was a uh an emotional bookend to his own you know fucked up father yeah um with uh her dad being you know a fill-in a stand-in for his own father and gay perry standing up for um both the deceased daughter and the the surviving daughter and just like no this is fucking wrong this person deserves to be called out on his shit and he fucking does it yeah. yep yeah i thought it was amazing i really do um and val kilmer's acting in this scene i thought was spot on the the motherfucker didn't deserve like a real explanation because 
you could tell he he knew what he fucking did. Yeah. All right. And <clears throat> un, he he knew he was the bad guy and, and like that. And to Ragnar's point, I mean, while yeah, I feel like it would have been nice to have a little bit more in that dialogue scene. Um, if they did, then they would have had to do, uh, they would have had to put more time into previous to that scene really delving into it to give it any substance. Do you feel like it was a good Not punishment really, though? Do you feel like it was a good punishment though being slapped in the face twice? I mean, do you feel yeah, like he slapped like that yeah. for yeah, a person who used his own size and strength to dominate somebody else? Yeah. You know, as they were growing up to then have that power taken away from them. Oh yeah. Yeah. Uh, I thought it was perfect. It was absolutely a fitting dehumanizing uh, yes yeah it was and that's that's what they fucking deserve yeah, yeah. He, he took his power and not even like punching him no no it was like you are just a fucking child i'm just gonna slap you now you are not worth you know physically throwing a, a punch at no you are just a little bitch right and i'm treating you like it yep um and i thought i thought it was amazing um it really was and it, it it hit at the right time in the in the uh, emotional arc too. I felt it was a good way to um, not close out the movie, but end that portion. Yes, that, that particular plot that line chapter of the plot. Yes, you know? right. Um, and like like Robert Downey Jr.'s character, you know, said is, you know, oh yeah, movies get all these happy endings and stuff like that. But this wasn't actually a, a fucked up situation, but a happy ending to that particular plot line do you know if there was any other uh like a uh, uh alternate ending at all you i don't know? not that i saw no but i okay. did see that there was t- you know talks about um potentially setting this up as a franchise you know just a uh om- almost like a buddy movie um with rdj and uh i would have uh, loved Gilmer. that yeah. I, I was, like it would have been like a three-part installment would have been fantastic yeah, yeah. Oh, what was it uh the nice guys and so like that which is yeah very similar in vein and tonality to uh what the relationship it's a great between, fucking movie yeah it was yeah um it's a great fucking movie so and i so that was i'll say that's a spiritual successor to uh to, to the the bromance you know what russell crowe and actually yeah. in that movie kind of reminded me of uh his character also in uh, la confidential you know the yeah. yep which is actually a, have you guys seen la confidential mm-hmm. yeah i think so that's no. a fucking good yeah it's got kevin spacey it's got um uh russell crowe it's got it's a really good movie it takes place in basically like the 60s hollywood uh i'm telling you it is worth it Sir, i actually just watched it recently and it actually takes place during christmas in the beginning which is actually good it's, oh, it's nice yeah no it's a really good movie you should check it out russell crowe is amazing because he like i said i think he was one of my top five favorite actors but he was great in nice guys but this movie i mean it's the same type of like you know comedy drama in a way but it's it's and it's also buddy movies just like shane black is really good with with the whole buddy movies so which that leads us into the next point of talking about the quality of this as a black comedy um and what do you guys feel do you how do you feel this as a black comedy yeah yeah i I see this almost like comedy like i said i think i I think i said it before but i don't remember (laughs) if i did but i think ice it's almost comparable to ice harvest in a way because of the whole the you know it's got the comedy but it's also got the the little bit of drama and very darkness you know characters being killed off ice harvest because ice harvest was more subtle yeah that's true. You know, this one here, if I, I don't know, I think it very much is a dark comedy, but the interaction that you have with um, uh, RDJ and uh, Val Kilmer, you know, they're two characters there because you have one who knows why he's there. Right. And the other one 
has no idea why he's there. He just he's going off the uh, the what he's told. Yeah, you know, mm-hmm. and just the interaction between the two is hilarious, and it it's it's very matchmaking. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. you yeah. know, between the two because you have the criminal from New York who has priors. Yes. You know, so, so, so he can't get in trouble. And then you have the PI, um, who he's a dick. Yeah. You know, he, he's a fucking straight. They work off each other. Basically. That's what they do. Yeah. No, yeah. yeah, They, they play off of each other perfectly. Yeah. Like it's just the, the, it's the perfect juxtaposition between a guy who's professionally in this fucking business. He puts up with the strangest yeah. Darkest shit all the time. And then you have other dude who's like, oh, yeah, I'm kind of like a small time thief. thief. I just got into acting. And I don't know jack shit about what's going on, but I'm really good at improv. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, I want to play that clip about Gay Perry when... Uh, um, when oh, uh, pussy he's getting? No, not that one. It's actually the the other one when that. he's uh, uh, when he's talking about the his his uh the when she would say, well, would you remember? We ever think about the the one person that got away? And he says, yeah, Bobby Mills. Let me go ahead and play that clip. You know, like the girl from high school, the one that got away. That you know what I mean? That haunts you still. Yeah, if I had that. Yeah. Bobby Mills. <laughs> huh. Well, maybe you should try to get in touch with them. I got five bucks. Does you could still get them? Really? That's funny. I got a ten. Says pass the pepper. I got two quarters. Sing harmony on Moonlight in Vermont. What? Talking money. A talking monkey? Talking monkey. Yeah, yeah. Came here from the future. Ugly sucker. Only says ficus. It's ficus. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Val Kilmer. I fucking love him in this role, man. It's one of the, seriously, I, I seriously think this is one of his best roles, in my opinion. I think it's his last good role. Yeah. And I mean, Please would you guys me agree? That, that part was just totally ad libbed. It might have been. I have I no really idea. I really hope it is. Because that seems quipness, like some shit that they would do. Yeah. But it's also Shane Black's writing. All of his yeah. Shane Black is, is on point with his dialogue. Yeah. Yes, he does. Um, and I'm sure he gave some leeway to the actors but he's like all right here's the general idea here's yeah. what i'm trying to hit the the different tonality different points um go ahead and modify it make it your own but this is generally what i'm looking for yeah and he does a really good job just like uh, uh I, he's not as strict as like tarantino is mm-hmm. he's yep. like, no this is my fucking words you're gonna say what the fuck i want you to say yeah. um and then i'm gonna look at your feet um <laughs> <laughs> Oh God! Uh, but no, uh, Shane Black is—he's—he's he's amazing at the dialogue that he writes. He—he's he, a great, great fucking. Writer. It's not just the thing; it's also the comic scenes, like the fucking body, the fucking yes. body through you throwing yes. off the fucking building. Oh, you guys yes. remember that scene? I fucking loved that scene so much. You should see that fucking body just yes. bang right on the fucking. I was in tears, <laughs> laughing so fucking because because you're like, oh, dumpster! They're tossing it off the roof. It's gonna land in the dumpster. No problem. Boom! <laughs> Holy fuck! Exactly. And it just goes to show you, once again, the realism that he brought to this film is shit's going to go fucking wrong. It's, it's going to go fucking wrong in real life. Not everything's going to be fucking perfect. Yep. You're not going to, you know, uh, just toss a body off of however many stories that is and perfectly fucking land it yeah. in more than likely. Sorry, that's just not going to fucking happen. Yeah. And you're going to get close. Uh, but, oh, they got close. Yeah. They got half of it. Yeah. Half but, 
the body in and it fucking. But either way, right it doesn't matter because it still got the job done. But yeah, I just right. love it how they're they're fucking carrying the body in the hallway and then they just see the fucking stairs up to the fucking. Yeah. Uh, you think what I'm thinking? Yep, and then <laughs> it just jumps to that scene with the body just falling out of the sky. At the very end, uh, when it cuts to him like on the desk talking to the camera, even there, the the camaraderie between them was yes. just. It was chemical, absolutely perfect. Yeah, right. They they fed and, off each other very and, well. And you know, you saw you see that through the whole movie. But I I feel like at that very that closing scene was a fantastic choice. First of all, um, I've never seen another movie close out in that kind of a style. Yeah. Um, and it, it worked so fucking well to say, hey, we're gonna have another movie, and that's why I'm so fucking yes. disappointed we didn't get one. I like nipples. <laughs> Yes, <laughs> nipples are nice. They are. They're fucking, fucking her nipples were nice. They were that spider scene. Yeah. Hey, the yeah. spider had the right idea. Oh but, you my know, god! Sometimes, oh. sometimes yeah. you uh, you sacrifice for what you love. No, yeah. I just fucking love Robert Downey Jr. You gave him a leg for that nip. Where are you, you little fucking bitch? <laughs> but that also showed, you know, the the the, the great character acting that rdj put in that and shane black put into the character um he had morals yeah so yeah no yeah, i that's, that's the thing because you, you, you feel like he's the a, peeking around for me like, yeah the fuck is he? because <laughs> he wasn't a bad person i mean especially with that whole scene with the uh uh the girl inside the uh when, when she was laying Army down and, on the table yeah and the guy yeah. would look like he was about to date or to, uh, rape her or something yeah. like that and the guy says put your hands down and he gets his fucking ass beat and everything else he's got morals but did you guys think that that was going to happen that he was going to get his ass beat did it oh dude because it made it look like he i had hope that he was gonna beat his ass he would have whooped his ass (laughs) hey listen i'm just saying i feel like i probably would not have called his bluff he had a lot of confidence there okay you know that that party you know (laughs) that party was actually in shane black's house that's right. That's yeah, right. I'm that was Shane that. Black's house. house, man. Yeah, dude. Yeah. That that's kind of funny. How they Once was, again, a budget situation. That's, that, yeah, that's where they exactly. save money yeah. on the budget. Yeah, He's like fuck it, we'll do it on my place. I don't care. Well, he made well for himself. <laughs> I mean, I mean, he and wrote, then all you fucking crew clean my shit when you're done. <laughs> that's how you do it. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um, but yeah, when he, uh, you know, was being accused by her of just cu- trying to cop a feel and her acting like fuck it, it's not that big of a deal. And how offended that RDJ was not at just being accused of copying a field, but that she would act like it's not that big of a deal. Like that should be yeah, expected. It's the norm. That's normal. Well, yeah. It was it was also this weird thing where, you know, he has very nice morals about that, but he's also really shitty at communicating it because yeah. in that same interaction he goes, Is that the kind of girl you are? Like, don't just start fucking insulting the the yeah. woman for that shit. Like uh, so uh, that's really not okay. Um, why do you why do you think that is not? Is that the kind of girl you are? That's kind of fucked up. Yeah, like yeah. no, you stupid bitch. But she was she was that kind of girl. She, she was. was that kind of girl who fucked every guy in high school except for him. All right, even his even, best friend, which she promised not to. Even though Gay Perry was like, yeah, that dude was gay. Uh, <laughs> oh man. Uh, but so she was absolutely that type of girl who used her body to get uh attention affection and what she want but it makes sense with 
her upbringing you know yes. how she did how she would she just saw it as another tool yeah and also it's just it's it's not it's normal i mean even my own fucking dad did it i mean it's it, it's wrong and that's why he was so shocked and how morally offended it was yeah but then he would also come from that place because he still has that animosity towards her uh for some reason he wasn't the one good enough to fuck but everybody else was yeah all right i mean it's it, he's got some underlying you know anger yeah but, uh, yeah but yeah her nipple was hard enough to fucking kill that goddamn spider potentially those nipples were thinking. huge they were huh? beautiful they were puffy huge. little nipples? Nipples. Yeah. nipples were not fucking no. huge dude no they were no, they were tiny no, they, they were, were just tiny. tiny no the nipples were huge but the breasts were small she had nipples were big they were puffy that's what you're, you're that's what i'm you're talking about i'm talking about the nipple i'm not talking about the areola i'm talking yeah. about the nipple the nipple wasn't that big i felt like it was big for no no, no. It, 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 no i think because of how far it was sticking out because of the puffiness of the areola yeah was it, giving you a false sense of nipple size <laughs> chase look at me we're like, professional. Fucking, we are we are dissecting this on a critical level, okay? This is what happens when you get three old guys talking about nipples. All right? And tits. Oh, We've those. seen and so ass. many of them. We have, you know, critical explanations. We yes. <laughs> really do. All right. So what's your, uh, your critical and enjoyment rating for... Uh, oh, that would be a good thing to do. What are right. you both of them? Your pint reviews for the nipples they would both be very hot yeah. i give them a, <laughs> yeah. a strong four i'm just and a half. saying it i'm just saying it's a five out of five yeah. okay all right you want to go to our pie reviews yeah let's go ahead and do it uh chase why don't you go ahead and start out i'm gonna go critically it's it's a it's a work of art in the comedic way um I can't say it's like the greatest movie out out there but it was put together really fucking well i'm gonna have to give this a solid four okay um enjoyability also a solid fucking four because I wasn't laughing all the time, but when I was laughing, I could not fucking breathe. So it's, I gotta give them something. Um, and you know, I, I gotta, I gotta give credit where credit's due. If you know, they're responsible for the, the Marvel, the whole MCU. And yep. Fuck it, man. Kiss, kiss, bang, bang. That that's up there. That yes. should be a, a a benchmark movie in this case. That should be enshrined in the National Archives. Actually, I remember something. I remember reading something about the Fuck title it, yeah. not originally being Kiss, Kiss, Bang, Bang, and actually, either Val Kilmer or um, RDJ actually thought of it and brought it up to Shane Black and said it should it would sound better with Kiss, Kiss, Bang, Bang. I think it was Val Kilmer that brought it up. Actually, I mean, it's good alliteration. Yeah, because I think it was actually going to be just called Bang at one point or Bang Bang. Yeah, no, the, I remember reading this online. I just don't remember the exact different titles, but that there was other titles before Kiss Kiss Bang Bang. And they said that it's not, I think they said something where it sounds more commercialization, like easier to commercialize and uh, make an audience want to see it and stuff like that. So um, are you doing like you? Marlon Brando just walking by randomly one day? You call it Kiss Kiss Bang Bang. <laughs> fucking leave. Like, okay, you got it's it. Very <laughs> random. Yeah, well, yeah, I'm done. Wouldn't it be though? It would be <laughs> absolutely. All right, so this is what I'm going to give it for uh, um, critical. Critically, I would give it a four. Uh, like I said, this is a great fucking movie. It's a great buddy movie. Shane Black's writing is on point. There was a couple times where I was confused, but I had to watch it a couple That's times your to get over it. Yeah, yeah, fuck you. I always get confused. Words are hard. But, I mean, seriously, I seriously think that this was a very well-made comedy, and it's it's one of the best buddy comedies out there. And like I said, Shane Black is known for all of his buddy comedies. I mean, Lethal Weapon, when you think of Danny Glover and Martin Riggs. Uh, seriously, one of the best. 
this is almost close to it in a way where it, but it's just different characters. Long Kiss Goodnight, which I think is Samuel L. Jackson and mm-hmm. Gina Davis. Yep. Uh, Last Boy Scout, Bruce Willis and uh, Marlon Wayans. It's Marlon Wayans, right? Damon Wayans. Wayans. Uh, Damon Wayans, yeah. Keep Wayans. me get mixed up. Wayans? Wayans. Wayans. Yeah. I don't know why I think it was Wayans. Wayans? Wayans? I, I thought it was Wayans. Wayans? Wayans. Wayans. Yeah. Wayans. Wayans? Like Bruce Wayne? Really? Bane? What? Wayans. I don't think it's spelled like Wayne. I thought it was Wayans. I thought it was uh, W A Y A N E S. I'm checking. Well, as he's checking that, but seriously, I think that the 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 direction of this it was is good. W A Y A N S. Let me. So it's Wayans then. Hold on. Pronunciation. I I thought it was Wayans. Well, let me turn the volume a little bit. Wayans. Wayans. So Wayans. I was right. I was right. There you go. I always thought it was like Wayne's. Like Wayne's. I also thought he was saying Wayne's, like two ends. Wayne's. Wayne's. I don't know. That that one you definitely said two two ends. That's the same thing you said before. But I was close. Close compared to Wayne. I don't know. Whatever. Marlon Wayne's. Wayne's. Yeah, I was right. Okay. For once. All right, but. It's about fucking time. But like I said, critically. God bless Google. Critically, a four. Now, enjoyment, I'm going to give this a four and a half because to me, this is, I watch this all the time. I think it's a great comedy. And, and, and even though it's around Chris, Christmas, you Chris- can watch yeah, Christmas. Sorry, I got my words mixed up. You ever tried those Criscuits? I have. The fuck They're up. really, really good, especially with a little bit. Do you feel like this can be watched? Do you feel like this can be watched year round? Or do you think this is really only good watching around Christmas time or December? Oh, no, this is year round. You can watch, you it, can watch it anytime. Absolutely. But for me, my trick is I only watch it every few years because then you know it's not as as fresh in my mind, and some of the comedy catches me up by surprise a little bit. Yeah, and it makes me always appreciate it. And then I'm like, man, I should watch this more. But I'm like, no, don't watch it more because then you won't as enjoy it quite as much. Right, it's gonna ruin it for you. Yes. But over, I got to edge a little bit. Well, all together, like I said, it's a four and a half. This is a hugely enjoyable. In fact, I'm so glad that you picked this movie. I, you, what? What? It, it just, right that, over yeah. here. Yep. Yeah. That's usually what happens. It always is with me. But uh, no, four and a half. Seriously, this is a, a great pick. And I would definitely recommend this to anybody. Say, hey, if you really want to watch a great comedy, great a bit of watch around Christmas, this is a fun movie to watch. It's, it's, it's great. I'm glad you picked this one. And uh, it is... Probably one of the okay. There's a, other than buddy comedies when it comes to Shane Black. There's other buddy movies out there. This is probably on the top of the list. This is probably one of the best ones out there. So I yeah, I'm four and a half all the way for enjoyment. So I'm gonna go ahead and hand it off to Ragnar. Mm, critically and enjoyment, we'll go four and a quarter and four and a quarter. Four. I'm good with that. It's a it's a fun movie. You know, it's, like we all said before, you know, it's a dark comedy. Um, it's got a lot of fucking different kind of undertones with it. Yeah. And uh, it's got a very serious um, plot that you don't really realize um, until like t- the, towards the end of the movie, I think. And I think the way that they uh, they did that section there at the end was uh, was very well, I believe. I think it was very well done. And like, like, like you said earlier um, about he basically he took his power away. You know, and like that, that I think was, was a very good, strong scene. And it ended that chapter of the plot very fucking well, you know, and it's, it, it, those two meshed well, so fucking well together between the guy that knows LA and 
a guy who doesn't know LA and has morals in a city that is moral less. Yep. The yeah. corrupt environment. You know? Yeah. Like you said, the chemistry between both um, RDJ and Val Kilmer is just perfect in this. They do such yeah. a good job of switching between the, the, the comedian and the straight man because they both at different times are that that role they're different times they just yeah. pass the baton between each other so uh, especially when well. he fucking shoots him in the head yes. by accident yes <laughs> yeah we played that clip earlier that fucking yeah. i love that, that fucking scene. Funny, that's one of my so. favorite scenes in the movie seriously so um yeah if you guys if nobody's ever seen it um Please definitely, do. please do, because I I think you'll get a kick out of it. Yeah, you know it's worth definitely fucking worth the watch. All right, Let's do uh, close this up. All right, um, enjoyment. I'm going to give this a four and a half. I really am. Uh, I I think it's wonderfully acted. It is well written. It is enjoyment from beginning to end. If I wasn't laughing out loud, I had a smile on my face. It's one of those movies that uh, I don't really look at my phone i don't do other things i am i am stuck to that fucking chair enjoying it and paying attention the entire time and with somebody as short of attention span as i have that's a huge thing for me when i can find a film that allows me to focus my complete attention on yeah. it uh and be perfectly happy and content um uh critically i'm going to actually give it also a four and a half the drawback on this was the 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 final action scene which is a really dealt well done action scene it really is but it didn't feel like it fit with the rest of the tone of the film right why because he's fucking hanging off a fucking coffin and grabbing a fucking gun that's falling i don't know i felt it kind of did because it was all a build-up 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 Plus, it was all the foreshadowing talking about the books, how we yeah, always kill I, I think 16 it, guys. But it just didn't but, feel right for RDJ's character. It was to be, comedic and spont and it was only it was the only action piece in the whole film. It was and, and Shane Black does great action. Yeah, uh, wonderful action. Uh, I I didn't. I'm not saying I didn't enjoy it. It just like yeah, it's, RDJ's it's, character didn't seem like he'd be able to perform at that level. Yeah. Uh, uh, but it wasn't skill scene. it was luck and serendipity uh, and that it is just his felt character. a little a little much to me like that was the only thing it just didn't that was the only part of the film that i felt tonally did not fit and that's the only reason in my mind i i, I have to take points away uh i thought the uh cinematography was really well done acting writing um production but the colors of this movie were really yeah, good too everything felt right in this film it, this, uh, the tonally uh, that's the only thing that I, I i'm taking points away and it's not because i didn't enjoy it it just it didn't feel right to me right uh and that's all i can go by is what feels right to me yeah um and anything that i i feel like could be tweaked and done a little differently or to improve the overall quality of the film and that was the only real glaring uh glaring segment of the film that that jumped out at me uh so with that which is so the fact that i give it a four and a half as critically speaks volumes uh about this film to me it's it's like i said it wasn't a financial success what is that what, whose is that ron what is that ron not me wasn't mine what whose was that ron that? Watch out here. it's on your no. fucking wrist Ron, 
Ron. Oh, Ron. Spin the fucking wheel. That's on you, bitch. That's on you, bitch. That, I the phone. Yay, Sammy. I'm glad you found your phone. It's so bad. As soon as I open my watch, it's already sent to my phone. God damn it. I, I like, am so happy. Can I spin it? No. Well, I did good last time. No. You've only had three <laughs> shots. This will be four. Punishment shot. You're a fucking watermelon gin. Yay! On that note, have fun doing your show. Thank you so much. You want to leave I your phone down here again? Bouncing. Okay. You want to leave your phone down here again in no, case you forget I found it. it now. Okay, good. Take your shot. So much joy. I don't think they're very happy about this. No, I'm not. This is like the fucking sixth or seventh punishment shot I've had tonight. No, it is fourth. not. It's your fucking fourth. I have my Grinch pants on. <laughs> good job. All right, go ahead and close out the show. So, uh, like it's already been said before, if you have not had the opportunity to see this film, or it's been a long time since you've seen this film, please, please seek this out. Definitely check it out. Check it out. Um, This is a movie that deserves more love uh, from audiences than it actually received. Yeah. Um, And uh, like I said, I, I don't know why this didn't receive the love you know financially uh, that i felt it deserved and but please please do reach out to us let us know what you think um and i really think most if not all of the audience will truly enjoy this film oh yeah oh yeah, yeah. and also uh give you an extra tease for our next show coming out after this it would be the santa claus which is going to be a really fun episode that's the uh, next Christmas episode, which uh, Lenny is hosting. So uh, looking forward to that one. Are you guys looking forward to that that's one? Poor legally binding contract. I think that that's bullshit. <laughs> that wasn't a clause. Uh, that was a contract. It is in a, inappropriately named. Fuck that. Yeah, well, well, we'll talk about that in the show. So, all right, guys. Well, uh, thanks for joining us, and we will see you all later. Uh, I love nipples. Nipples are tasty. Hey guys, this is Ron. Thank you for listening to our podcast, Barrel Age Flicks. 2022 has been an amazing year with our great shows, including BAF, The Small Batch, and The Tasting Room. If you like our show, please leave a five-star rating on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Guys, this helps out enormously. Give us a follow on Instagram at Barrel Age Flicks Podcast. If you would like to send us a special film request, please contact us via Instagram, and we will give you a personal shout-out on the show. We are also on Facebook and Twitter. Our podcast is available on Apple Podcasts, Buzzsprout, Google Podcasts, Audible, Pocket Cast, Spotify, CastBox, iHeartRadio, and Pandora. Special thanks to Carl Casey at White Bat Audio on YouTube for his awesome music. This guy fucking rocks. Check him out. Want to give a shout out to Sammy, one of our guest hosts on the show who does our amazing album artwork. Thank you, Sammy. Our podcast only exists because of listeners like you. To find other great shows, head over to DeluxeEditionNetwork.com. Hope you join us for our next episode. Later, guys.